You're listening to Khan Podcasts. You're listening to the English language news of Khan, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Good afternoon. It's 2 p.m. in Israel, Sunday, February the 21st, 2021. This is Nomi Segal with the top news at this hour. Some 1.2 million children and youth returned to school today as in-person learning resumed for grades 5th and 6th and 11th and 12th in communities with low and moderate infection levels defined as green, yellow and borderline orange. They join kindergarten and first through fourth grade classes that have already resumed. Grades 7 through 10 are slated to reopen on March 7th. Meanwhile, middle school teachers gave lessons to their students at several shopping centers this morning in protest over the reopening of commercial activity before the resumption of in-person learning for their grades. The second phase in Israel's exit from lockdown came into effect this morning with the reopening of shopping centers, markets, and street-side shops. They will operate in line with the Purple Badge, which includes limits on the number of people allowed in a business and social distancing. Museums, libraries, and zoos are also allowed to reopen. In addition, under the Green Pass plan, cultural centers, gyms, hotels, and swimming pools will be accessible to people who are fully vaccinated and who have recovered from COVID-19. The health ministry officially launched the Green Pass program today. Citizens can download it via the health ministry Ramzor app and via the Ramzor page on the health ministry website. Following complaints that the site was crashing, the health ministry stressed that during this two-week pilot launch period, the vaccination certificate that most Israelis have already downloaded from the health ministry site or their health fund site will also be accepted. Currently, the Ramzor app in the Google Store is only accessible if the country region is defined as Israel. Another COVID-19 pregnancy death at Hadassah and Karim Hospital in Jerusalem. A 32-year-old woman who contracted coronavirus while in her 30th week of pregnancy has died. The mother of four, Osnat Ben Shitrit of Givat Se'ev, had no prior medical problems. She was admitted to hospital on Tuesday and her condition quickly deteriorated. Doctors carried out an emergency C-section, but the fetus did not survive. There are currently some 50 pregnant women, or women who recently gave birth, hospitalized in coronavirus wards around the country. Eight of them are in critical condition. Some 1,100 new coronavirus cases were diagnosed yesterday for a positive result rate of 6.4 percent. There are currently 847 people hospitalized in serious condition, according to the daily report of the IDF intelligence branch. The transmission value is 0.79. Meanwhile, more than two and a half million people have already received both shots of the coronavirus vaccine. Magenta Dome, working in coordination with local authorities, the health ministry and the Home Front Command, this weekend vaccinated thousands of Israelis in its mobile vaccination units, which were dispatched to various communities, including in the Arab sector and ultra-Orthodox areas of Jerusalem. In other news, the Israel-Syria prisoner swap. Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu, in his first public comments since the Russian-mediated exchange, said that no Israeli vaccine was transferred to Syria. I'm happy that we brought the young woman home, and beyond that, I will not say anything, because that is Russia's request. 
According to foreign media reports, in the framework of the deal securing the return to Israel of the young woman who illegally crossed into Syria, Israel was asked to pay for the purchase of Russian-made Sputnik vaccines to be supplied to Syria. The young woman, who grew up in an ultra-Orthodox family in Modin Elite, was to be debriefed about the circumstances in which she entered Syria by the Shin Bet. Shira Zakov testified at the Beersheva District Court this morning in the trial of her ex-husband, Aviad Moshe, who is charged with attempting to murder his former spouse in the brutal assault. Prior to Isakov's testimony, prosecutors played excerpts from the assault as extracted from Moshe's cell phone. Afterwards, Isakov described how her ex-husband struck her on the head repeatedly with a rolling pin, tried to strangle her, and then repeatedly stabbed her in the chest and in the head. Moshe was present for the hearing after the court rejected his request not to attend. The massive tar spill along Israel's shoreline. Officials in the Environmental Protection Ministry say that a patrol flight along Israel's coast this morning did not identify any additional tar stains in the sea. Heavy equipment is being brought in to work today and tomorrow to remove tar that has accumulated on Israel's beaches. Some 1,000 IDF soldiers have been assigned to join the cleanup effort. The spill is believed to have been caused by a vessel at sea, but it is still has not yet been identified. Reports of the pollution first emerged last week when a 17-meter-long dead baby fin whale washed up on Israel's coast, along with other wildlife. At Nitzanim Beach near Ashdod, where the 25-ton whale corpse was discovered, a pit has been dug to bury it. Meanwhile, the public is advised that not to go to beaches for recreational activities until the cleanup is concluded. The weather outlook, slightly warmer but still cold for the time of year. Warmer tomorrow, chance of local rain mostly in the north. The maximum temperatures in the main centers, Jerusalem 11, Tel Aviv 16, Haifa 13, Beersheba 17, and in Eilat going up to 21 degrees Celsius. That's the news from Khan Reka, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Join us at 8 p.m. Israel time for our one-hour news program. You can tune in at 101.3 FM, the Khan website, Spotify, and the Khan English Facebook page.